Welcome to Live with Dom Marie podcast here at Dom Marie Healthy and Fit, where we bring you incredible episodes every single week. Today's guest is Sam Bloom. We are going to talk about her adventure of life and having it all when tragedy struck and how she found her way back. Stay tuned for Sam Bloom to come on. All right. So Sam Bloom, thank you so much for coming on today. I know you were scheduled to come on for tomorrow and I know that it already is tomorrow for you because you're in Australia. Yes. Well, I am so honored that you are able to do this live interview with us and share your incredible story on triumph and moving forward and the amazing story of your adorable little penguin. And I'm not going to give the name up yet, so I'm going to let you tell us all that about the story. But Sam, in the beginning of your life, on your website, it says um, all it took for Sam to have her life changed forever. So why don't we go back a little bit in time and give everybody a little bit of your story, and then we'll talk about the accident and how this adorable penguin got you to where you are today. Yes, sure. Um, so, like, Sydney, Australia. And uh, I've grown up on the beach and I've always been incredibly active. Um, we're very lucky where we live. We're lucky a couple of beach. So, you know, obviously the ocean and, and being outside means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. And I used to be a nurse. And that that's pretty much sums me up. And, and traveling. I've always loved traveling. And so I was really lucky when I met and my husband. He also loved traveling. So as soon as I finished university, we we went we went overseas and travelled you know through the Middle East and I've done a lot of yeah so that's sort of that's that's my story and then we had um three boys and we wanted to take them as much as we could mm-hmm. just to show them the world because you know you meet such amazing people I know right when you get to travel yeah. the world you get to meet so many different people and it's an incredible journey yes so. Yeah, it's the best. So, Sam, you basically had the life. You were living on the beach. You had the husband, the three boys. You were able to travel. You were doing it all. And then life came crashing down upon you. Yeah. I mean, it's so frustrating. You know, um, our initial plan was actually to take the kids to Ethiopia. Because Cam and I both fell in love with Ethiopia. We love the people and the culture and everything about and so what we were going to do, we were going to up like Sydney to Cairo because we also love Egypt. And um, and then we we're going to fly from Cairo down to Addis Ababa. And unfortunately, at the time, a lot of like, political unrest in Cairo. So we thought it would be too dangerous to take the kids there. So that's why we chose Thailand instead because, you know, it's, it's close to Australia mm-hmm. and the Thai people are lovely, the food's great. So that, that's kind of how it all started. Okay. So you went to Highland and you were on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we were uh, three or four days in the day. And we we're sort of, we sat in this really nice um, hotel, kind of halfway between Bangkok. And it was in the middle of nowhere, which was what we loved. You know, it wasn't touristy and crowded. It was, there was hardly anyone there. And it was our second day at this hotel and um, 
one of the kids spotted like a stairway up to it, like an observation deck. Mm-hmm. We all went, walked up there. We just like, had the juice, like, you know, we're going to have our drink up the top. And then I leaned on a railing and it had dried rot and I obviously didn't know. And so I fell about 18 feet, like six metres onto oh. Uh, so, yeah, it wasn't the best holiday I've ever had. Oh, my gosh. So you literally went from the top of the highlands and it just came crashing down and you dropped 18 feet. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I fell. I, I actually remember it. I don't even remember going there. But I've, um, I've obviously fallen back and landed on my back. And, so, yeah, and that's when the kids and they heard they heard the button and so they came running down and yeah found me like lying unconscious and i wasn't breathing terribly well because i had a lot of internal bleeding like in my chest and um yeah and cam rolled me over and you just saw like this massive lump coming out of my back and, oh my yeah. gosh oh yeah, so I, sam i as a nurse did you know laying there something's really wrong no no because i, I yeah, I was unconscious, and then when I did come to, I actually don't remember. You don't remember? I think it's the accident. Wow. Yeah, I think I think I was sort of mumbling to Cam. Um, you know, I I think I was saying I want to get up or get up, something like that. Yeah, so it's pretty traumatic. You know, obviously for the kids to see me lying, you know, not breathing terribly well, and then I had this big pool of blood coming out of the back of my head. Oh, oh my gosh! It bleeds in my my brain. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, it's crazy. Uh, wow. Um. One, just thinking of that fall, eighteen feet <laughs> down, and yeah. you hitting your back and your yeah. head. Yeah. And you're knocked out, and you're, here's your children and your husband, and they're like, oh, my gosh. So they called 911 or got help and got you to the nearest hospital. Yes, because we were in um area, yeah, we, we went, I, mean, I don't remember, but we went to the local hospital, and I think they did an x-ray, and then they were trying to stick my head up. And apparently, like, like they were shaving my head, and, and apparently I was quite... Um, not rude, maybe not rude, but like, you know, like telling them to get off me or like, you know, stop, whatever. I have no idea. Yeah, well, you were in trauma. You were probably just like, get away from me. And yeah, yes, very strange. And then they realized that my injuries were quite severe. And then we all got put out the ambulance and driven about three hours north up to a big private hospital. Oh my gosh. So you're hemorrhaging, you're bleeding out of your head while you're in the ambulance and they're traveling to get you to help three yeah. hours to get yeah. there. Yeah, and it's, I mean, again, I don't remember it, but Cam was, Cam was in the back with me and the boys were in the front. And I think Cam was, there was so much traffic. And so Cam was going to them, put the siren, like hurry up kind of thing. Yeah. And then, okay, and you know. Yeah, it was pretty chaotic. I feel really bad for Catman. You know, kids were kind of kept looking, like, you know, through the little window in the ambulance to yeah. see if I was To see if mom's okay. They're scared. Yeah. And did you feel um, 
any part of your body. Could you feel your arms or any or your legs at that point in time, or you were just still in shock from the fall? I remember my first memory is probably three days after the accident, two or three days after the accident, because I remember my mom and my sister um, turned up, and I was like, what are you guys doing here? I'm saying, because um, I flew to and then the second major memory is that uh, I, I was in theatre, but I didn't know I was in theatre, and I remember them seeing like a central line in my neck, I hate needles, and that really hurt. And then um, I remember I saw them pull my T-shirt up and cut that up. And then you just see them come down like that. That's... And I had no I had no idea where I was, what was happening. Oh, my but gosh. Just... Yeah. Well, you are definitely a warrior and a brave <laughs> soul. And just I, I can't even imagine what your husband was feeling. I can't imagine what the boys were feeling. But they got you straight into surgery. You were in the hospital. I was operated on, I think, about three days after. Because I had lost so much, well, I lost a lot of blood and, and so much internal bleeding. My blood pressure operated on me. So I think they had to pump me full of blood and fluids and whatnot. And if I was stable enough, then they operate. So I think, I mean, the first night, I think they said to I could die. Wow. So, as Cam was concerned, I think he thought he didn't want to leave me. You know, he was so hard for him because he had to go back to a hotel where the kids were. Because they were little. They were like what, seven, nine, and, and so they were in a hotel. And so he kind of kept having to go back to the, you know, the hospital system. He thought I was going to die. So he's just back and forth. Yes, it really must have been so tough for him. Yeah, I, I, I just, I couldn't imagine if it, that was one of, if that was you or my mom or my sister and that was happening, I would just, I wouldn't want to leave you. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you have three boys that dad has to take care of and keep calm at the same time. So yeah. how long do you remember, um, Sam, if, how long were you under during the surgery for them to repair everything that got damaged from the fall I think eight hours oh my gosh a long time that is a long time bruising my back they actually i was quite lucky i think they actually um got a neurosurgeon from bangkok to come down to this hospital which was a few hours south of bangkok so he he operated on me so he was your doctor he was the one that yeah. Got, that saved you, that got you to where you are today. Yes, yeah, yeah. But it's funny, even when I was in um, hospital, it, the, the, the town was called Wahin, where I was in hospital. And I never remember thinking I can't move. Oh, I think for me, the main focus was just on my head. I had the most insane headaches I've ever had in my life, you know. And so I would, um, I just remember I'd put my arm out and the nurses would come in and inject some sort of killer. I don't know what. So I was pretty out of it. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, and, uh, I just don't remember thinking, why can't I get, like, Well, yes. yeah, I mean, one, and also the swelling of the brain and yeah. the trauma from the fall and the, yeah. you know, everything they're pumping into you. It's just, yeah. it has to have been a very blurred vision and your husband's probably filled in those pieces for you over the years, right? I do. I'm like, so what happened? Like, yeah, 
it's it's very strange. It's very strange not remembering. Mm. Like I don't remember eating. I don't remember drinking. I don't. I don't. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very strange. Unbelievable. So Sam, you were in the hospital for how many months? Well, I spent uh, three weeks in Thailand, and then um, about three months at a big hospital on a spot, you know, in, in, and then three months at rehab. Okay. So yeah, what, seven, about seven months of your life, you were from the, yeah. from the moment of your traveling to the fall to getting to the neck hospital, the closest one, the doctor flying in, and then the rehabilitation from that point on was seven months later of your life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was in hospital in Sydney for three months because um, when when I was in Thailand, they left me on a spinal board, and so I ended up with a, like a massive pressure injury, like like a bed, like a pressure. Oh. Um, on my sacrum. So when I got back to Sydney, they they're like like oh my gosh, like it was like necrotic, it was dead, and so they used to. Sorry, this is quite disgusting. No, go ahead. Then she cut it, cut all the dead tissue away. So I never looked at it because I I know what a pressure injury looks like. They're not pretty. From being a nurse myself, and you know, and I think it was like five centimeters by six centimeters and a couple of centimeters deep. So I was on my side. I was literally going from side to side for three months while this thing healed, and I had to have a few operations. Like they had to debride it, like kind of cut uh, the yucky stuff out. And then eventually I had a skin graft and it took just, I used to dread, it's funny, I used to dread Wednesday more because um, that's when the plastics team would come around. Ah. Uh. You know? And then, yeah, I know, and the professor would obviously have a look at it and, and then I'd look at the um, plastic nurse, like, I mean, not the plastic nurse, but she was a clinical nurse specialist and her name was Lucy and I'd always look at Lucy's face to know if it was good or bad. And she'd always, you know, she'd always just have this look of like, like it's not healing. Uh, so I used to hate it when someone, it was just like, you know, just waiting for some more terrible news. Okay. You, uh, you have gone through so much, just so much. <laughs> and you're still here today and you're still vibrant and you're still talking to us and telling us about your story and your life has literally been a whirlwind of tragedy, but severe perseverance and love of family and fellowship and moving forward and not giving up. You didn't give up. You didn't say, I can't do this anymore. You may, did you so think? At the, at the beginning, I remember saying to Cam, I wish I'd died. I remember saying that to him quite a few times. Yeah. It's as far as I was concerned, my life is over. Because like, like going from someone who's so active, I used to, you know, every day I'd be biking and playing soccer or um, going surfing, going running. And then, so because, you know, exercise, I think that's what I love doing. Mm -hmm. And to have that take away, that was like my work nightmare. And so, yeah, I struggled, especially the first, I think the first month I cried, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. I couldn't help it. Um, and then I refused to touch my body. I remember touching my legs once. I must have been in the shower. And I touched my legs up. They, oh, they don't, doesn't feel like me. 
Which sounds really weird. So then I'd be like, just no, I'm not touching below the break because it's it's yuck. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh, Sam. Just uh, all I can say is, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that you are living proof that through so much tragedy you then found little baby steps of moving forward you said you didn't want to touch your body from that point on but you you want, wished that you had passed because you didn't want to live the life that had been now given to you right. and it was very difficult for you to get through that and so did your boys and your husband and um, family and friends help you get through those dark moments of saying, I don't want to be here any longer. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I would not have, I mean, sure, I did think about suicide a lot. I was in my mind all the time. Um, but I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it because Cam and the kids had been through it. And that would have been so selfish and so horrible of me to actually go, you know what, I don't want to be here. And then put them through another, you know. Awful, awful thing, you know, that, that would have been um, a horrible thing for me to do. So I'm here because of... And thank you. Thank you yeah. for being here. Thank, <laughs> thank, Honestly, thank you for being here. And I know your husband and your children will forever be telling your journey, your story. You've written a book. You've had a movie yeah done about you about yeah. your entire life and you've made history and to the next person that may have a horrible injury like you did you are going to be that person that's going to keep them here and keep them fighting and moving forward so sam yeah. you you are the living angel on earth right <laughs> now of pure inspiration to keep moving forward when someone else gets to see this movie or read your book that suffered the same thing with have being completely paralyzed with your spine and the loss of the memories and things like that true angel of earth that had to unfortunately went through tragedy to find the light yeah yeah but i mean like everybody has a story Everybody has a story, and that is very true. Everyone has a story. Um, you spent um, you spent most of your time in Sydney and North Beaches and ran and swim and blissful life and all of that before the injury. Yeah. When you realized, now I'm going to be in a wheelchair, and you went through seven months of rehab and getting to that point that you were like, I can't take my life. I, I need to keep moving forward for my husband, for my children, for my family. Your son found a penguin. A magpie. But we called him. You call, a mag, magpie. Ma, I'm not saying it correctly. I, no, I even do it. I even call her a penguin, but she's a magpie. A magpie. Okay. Yeah. A penguin. You asked, she looked like a little penguin. Oh, so cute. Yeah. So your son found her. Yeah, yeah, which was I an mean, amazing time because when they came home from hospital, 
I think that was when I was at my lowest. You know, I wrote, like I love our house, or I did, and I love where we live because you can see the beach and the bush, and you know, it's amazing. And then I remember when like I'm not happy. I'm, I'm like, this is my life now, and I can't go to the beach on my own. I can't do any of the things I wanted to do, and I can't. It sounds silly, but I couldn't clean it. And I couldn't go shopping and I couldn't make the beds and just do normal mum things. So I was in a very, very, very dark place. And I sort of felt like I brought everybody down with me, you know. Mm. Um, I don't know, just like had this dark cloud following me around and I just made everybody else feel sad, I guess, which isn't very nice. So it was about three weeks, three months after I got hospital and uh, we went to my mum's house I just for lunch. And that's when Noah found the little baby magpie. It had been blown out of her nest. And, um, and she was so tiny, we thought, oh, if here, she'll die. Obviously, we couldn't get her back up into her nest, which was like, what was it, maybe 20 metres high. So we, that's when we picked her up and we brought her home and looked after her. So it was just amazing. It, it sort of brought like um, a different into our house. You know, like when you get like a puppy or a kitten or something? Yeah, yeah. And it, is everybody happy and excited? It was like that. So yeah, it was it was brilliant timing. And I think for me, like, because uh, I hate being sick. Attention, you know, I hate everybody coming up. How are you? You know, Aww. which was cool. So it took all the focus off, and everybody focused their attention on her. Right. And I think I did the same. Instead of like thinking about myself all the time, kind of feeling sorry for myself. I had to look after Penguin because she's so small and vulnerable. Wow. So, and you had, you became Penguin's mom. You had to teach her how to eat and keep her warm and loved. Yeah, 100% because she was so tiny and vulnerable. So, yeah, we had to do everything for her. So, yeah, it was, it was amazing. She was gorgeous. Oh, I think she fell out of the tree for a reason. She Maybe. was she was brought to you to give you something else to care for, to give you purpose, to yes. give you light again, and to be able to nurture something so small and so precious. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think so. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So at that point, when did you realize like she's going to be a part of my life forever? Um, well, I mean, like, we, we, we sort of obviously looked up, but we never put her in a cat. Like, she could always just do whatever she liked. I love that. Yeah, because our house is always open. There's always doors and windows open. So she could just come and go as she pleased. So, I don't know, I guess when she started to fly, we thought maybe she would fly away. But she, she just stayed with us. She stayed with us for two years. Oh. And as she got... Yeah, you know, older. Like she would fly away for a few days, and then she'd come back. Uh huh. A bit, and then yeah, after two years, she she flew away. I always say like, came at the perfect time and left at the perfect time. Because you... I went went after I had a headspace. Mm hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you never know. She could still fly home. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> Um, it's, that's just incredible that, that she fell out, that you were able to n nourish her 
bring her up and that she knew that she could fly around, she could leave and come home. And I think that, you know, wherever she is today, she knows you're her mom. Like, you're not her birth mom, but she knows you're her mom. And you never know. She may come back with her babies. With her babies, yeah, that'd be so... That would just be incredible. That would be so such a beautiful thing. So when yeah. they, um, when you were writing your book um, about your journey, um, heartache and bird song is the name of your book, correct? Yeah, we have two books. Yes, yeah, so you got this one right here. All right. Uh, yeah. Mhm. <laughs> and um, the other book is what is? I'm sorry, I don't have that one. Uh, the other book is called, well, in Australia and uh, the territories, it's called Pink Bloom. I've got one there. But in America, it's called Magpie. So oh, okay. Oh, Penguin, the oh, magpie. Is that written backwards for you, like in a mirror? Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I can see it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So is that just, I have to get that one out. Is it just a very large, like, portfolio of pictures with uh, her? and? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's full of photos, and it's also sort of, um, it's almost like Penguin is a vessel for telling my story. You know, we both had four, we both did, and it's sort of almost like, you know, us Yeah, and, and it's kind of like, um, I don't know, like there's a message at the back kind of from me about you know, the realities of like when your life changes, when you, and, you know, when you least expect it. And yeah, there's lots of images. Cam's a photographer, that's all he does. I love um, that. So all of the photos in the book are your husband's work. Yeah, yeah. Like there's one behind me. I don't know if you can see it. I can yeah. see. It looks like he's holding. Is that? Yeah. He's holding the penguin. Yeah, yeah. And then the yeah. one looks like a boat. The other one to the other side looks like a boat. Oh, it's not. It's actually a. Um, it's a little toy monkey. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, my eyesight's not very good. It kind a uh, little toy monkey. Oh yeah. my gosh. So how were the boys with um? Penguin. Oh, they loved her. We all loved her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she was just so, so adorable. Yeah, she's yeah, so cute. I just love this photo, everybody. This is the photo. Look, that's Penguin right there kissing you. <laughs> just giving you a great big kiss. Oh, my gosh. And she got to be pretty big. I mean, she's on your shoulder, but her body's yeah. kind of chubby. Yeah, yeah, they get quite big. She's probably all fluffed up there. But yeah, no, they're quite, they're kind of big birds. I mean, they're common here. Oh um, my gosh. One at the moment, we have a little baby at the moment. He's so cute. Wow. So they just come, they literally just come and like nest around your home now. No, if people find little baby birds, they must contact us and, and, and drop them in. Oh, I love that. So you are still taking care of little baby birds. Yeah, we have one at the moment. I think Cam's running to find him. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. So yeah. what? So you name them, you nourish them, and you set them free out into the wild. Yeah, this little one that we've got, a lady found him in 
when was it? October, I think. And um, we, don't, we don't know if there's something, like, if he's hit bed as well, because he falls over a lot and he can't fly. Oh. And he's incredibly affectionate. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Bye-bye. <laughs> Hello. So this is called, what's his name? Ben. Ben. Ben? ben. V, V, A. Oh, Van. Oh. So he he can't fly. No, he can't fly. So his things, I mean, his feathers snap a lot. We don't know why. Aww. And um, all the time. He loves Sam. But he's, he loves being cuddled and he's so cute. He's like, that's my mommy. I want to, like, snuggle with mommy. Yeah, look, at, look at that. Yeah. Oh. So, just for a while, I mean, you know, if... If we go out, we have to leave him inside. Because magpies are really territorial and they actually do attack each other. Oh. And because you can't fly and run away. Oh, hello. Oh my gosh, you're so cute. Hi, Van. He's like, well, who's that lady through that camera? <laughs> hey, hi. Hi. Hi, Van. Hello. Oh my gosh, he is beautiful. Yeah, he's cute. and he, he, he loves sleeping upside down. Oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> look at that. So, so how they're just, they're cute, and so you just they just make you focus the focus off you. Uh huh. And put, put all your energy and all that into these guys. That's incredible. <laughs> so now you have how many do you have right now that you're taking care of? Just Van. We only have Van. Just Van. Okay. He's so beautiful. Oh, so now you're still holding him. Is he in a like a cradled position, like a baby? Lying on his side on my lap. Aww. Yeah. So he's cute. So yeah. So that's what the first book is about, or the movie is based on the first book. I love that. I okay. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, can they show the photos because he's a photographer? Of course, absolutely. We'd love to see them. Yeah, so that's why, um, yeah, so, oh, okay. So this is typical. I should think this is kind of gross. But this is Penguin helping Ollie brush his teeth. Oh, my gosh, I love that. <laughs> oh, so cute. Yeah, yeah, so um, that's how the movie came about. So our friend who... Is in LA. She lives in LA, and she's a producer, and she's best friends with Naomi Naomi Watts. Mm -hmm. And so, Naomi, the book, a wonderful film, and so yeah, so she, Naomi loved it. I think it resonated with her because she's a mum as well. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, she thought it was an amazing film. So yeah, I was so lucky. That's amazing. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So I have not seen the film yet, but I am going to put it on and watch it tonight. So is it available on what channels? On it's on Netflix in America. On Netflix, okay, and it's called um, Penguin Bloom. Pen Penguin Bloom. Yeah. I, all right, that's definitely a movie <laughs> I am watching tonight for sure on Netflix. Penguin yeah. Bloom. This is huh? Sam Bloom's story of her life and the baby penguin that she raised and now you continue to raise other ones that are injured and moving forward and I can see the light in your face oh, he's holding just, I know, him. I know there's just something I think there's 
something about animals. They just make you feel good. They do. You know? And, you know, they're just, they're just so love. They're just lovely. Yes. Yeah. It's so beautiful. So how is he when you have to give him a bath? Oh, he actually, no, he doesn't mind it. We have a little bowl outside for him, and he, he has a bath in there on his own. Okay. Yes. He just kind of flutters around in there, and he's all good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What an incredible, beautiful tragic and amazing ending story of things were taken away but things were given back to you yeah yeah no it's true and i think actually for me the best part like the one well, the most rewarding part of having the two books and the film um I'm getting messages from people who've read the book film and you know like i said before everyone has a story and so you know you do feel alone like when when something bad happens to you, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm the only one, which is obviously not true. But you do, you feel alone and, and it's just lovely to know that other people are also kind of going through maybe mm -hmm. similar situations or, you know, some horrible event. I know that sounds terrible, but it's almost like the community and especially through Instagram. Yes. The amount of people just saying, I saw the film and I loved it and thank you. Yes, and you know what else I love, Sam, about you is that I see you in a wetsuit, and <laughs> you're you're in the ocean, and yeah. you are still living the life in your home at the end. You're still able to go out and surf on your belly and enjoy the beauty of the ocean and seeing the birds flying above you and. I know they talk. I don't know how they communicate, but I know all of them talk and say, that's my mommy. And they like <gasps> look down on you and it's just, it's incredible. It's just incredible. And your Instagram is so inspiring and so beautiful. And um, my, a friend of mine who is a friend of yours said, you need to contact my friend. And it was <laughs> um, Jill Church. Yeah. And she's like, this is a story that needs to be told, Marie. And I'm like, yes, I got it. And I looked you up and we've been going back and forth. I'm going to do the interview. And it, you yeah. just are a beautiful soul and such an encouragement for everyone else that have been going through what you went through or may have go through yeah. because of an accident or something happening to them that even though you were in those horrible moments of depression and you didn't want to live, yeah. you loved your husband so much. You loved your three boys so much. And you didn't give yeah. up. And then Baby Penguin came. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, also, I've had, like, I've been incredibly lucky. Like, I've had amazing support. You know, like, um, well, when I got out of hospital, I started cracking because, um, I kind of figured, I used to complain, I'd be like, well, I can't do anything that I used to do, you know, I can't, can't surf like I used to, I can't ride my uh, mountain bike, and I said, maybe I could kayak, and so that's how come, that's, um, it was like two weeks after I got home from hospital, I was on the water kayaking, and I was so fortunate, because my coach, she was a volunteer coach, is the most amazing person in the world, Aww. and and we're still best friends, like, you know, and it's been, when was that, eight years ago? And then, and we, you know, I ended up doing quite well with a couple of friends team. And so, um, 
Gay, who's my coach, you know, we'd be traveling to New to Queensland, like you know, to training camps, and we ended up going to for the World Championships with Craig. So I've been lucky. I've had amazing people like help me. Wow. Yeah, and just normally, and you know, kind of. I don't know. If, I don't know what the expression would be, but in Australia, they like to bag you out, mm-hmm. which means kind of, um put you down, but in a funny way. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Normally, like you know, something such a I don't know, a goose, or she's like, I forgot to move your legs, or just something like that. <laughs> you know, and yeah, I've been so fortunate to have people like that in my life. That's incredible, absolutely incredible, and you are such a, you really are, you're, you're glowing, you, you, <laughs> you, your smile and how you talk about your story is yeah. just, you, you are a true living, breathing warrior of life, and oh. now you give your love to, still to your family, and you give your love to the penguins and the I already forgot the name of the real, the actual bird. Uh, Penguin the magpie. Magpie. It's a magpie. It's a magpie. So in America, it's called Penguin the magpie. Penguin the magpie. A magpie. She's not a penguin. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that you called her penguin. That was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Penguin. She was a little penguin. So, and now this one is falling asleep on your lap. Yeah, he's just chilling out. Yeah, he just loves it. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I love that. So do you have on your website T-shirts that anyone can go out and purchase? You and and baby magpie penguin? No, I don't have T-shirts. We just have the books. The books. Okay. So um, if anyone wants to go and buy the book, they can go straight from your Instagram, Sam Bloom and click the link and it goes right to your website where they can purchase all the books. Uh, yes, and there's another website. It's called Penguin the Magpie. Okay. And that's the main website for the cams. Well, obviously the books and cam images and yeah. So Penguin the Magpie is the best website to go to. Perfect. Oh, I think he just put it on the Instagram story here joining and singing together. I love that. <laughs> so yes, did, the, did Penguin actually sing? Oh, all the time. Oh. And sings too sometimes. It's so cute. Oh, I love that. Oh, what yeah. a, a beautiful story. Yeah. And they And she actually understood when you spoke to her, like she listened. Yeah. Yeah, she was almost a little bit like a dog. You know, like I could call her and she'd come to me, or I would go up, 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 and at my legs and she'd jump up onto my lap. Oh my gosh! It's funny. Um, even with Van, like obviously he can't jump up onto my lap. I'm fine, but I know I can. I can tell what kind of mood he's in, which sounds very strange. But like, I guess for example, the last week it has not stopped raining, and you know, and and. and Two days ago, he was stuck inside because it was bucketing down the front. And he just had this look. I was saying to Cam, just pick him up. He just wants to be cuddled. He kind of, he, he just like looking up at me like, but I never sat And he's like, yeah, just love me, mommy. Just give me yeah. hugs. Aw. 
I mean, I'm sure it's like with all animals, you can tell what they want, mood, and yeah, it's pretty amazing. That is amazing. It yeah. is so amazing. So now, anytime that anyone in the town finds a magpie, yeah, they well, call any any animal that's injured. They call you up and they bring them to you. So we you're love- you're like a um, the healing resort for animals. Yeah. 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 No, we've had we've had quite a lot of animals, like birds. Wow. Right. Because they all just get bigger and fly away. Yeah. It's, well, it's, I really hope that baby penguin comes back with her family. <laughs> that if that happens. You gotta post it. It's gotta get in the movies. You've gonna have to like. She came home with her babies yeah, to course, her mom. That would be such an amazing and beautiful gift. It would. It would. One hundred percent. Wow. What else would you love to share with us, Sam? That I have not asked you. Um. No, I don't know. Not much. Well, actually, one thing I have learned from that is that there are like so many kind people in the world that really stood out for me i think before the accident i didn't need help i didn't need people to help me do things um yeah no it's that is just the one thing i've learned is there honestly so many caring people out there who would go out of their way to help you if you needed it and they don't ask for anything in return if you know what I mean, like they just want your friendship, you just, you just become really good friends, and yeah, that's that is probably the one thing I've learned. That's and amazing. actually, I think a lot of people are a lot stronger and more courageous than I think they are. You know, when I agree say, with you on that. I agree. Yeah. If you obviously you don't know how you're going to react. I mean, like with you with the MS. I mean, I can't even imagine what that might be. Like. Um. Well, I've been I've been paralyzed nine times. Complete paralyzation, and I thought I would never regain it. And it took months, sometimes a week, sometimes two days. But I know what it is like not to feel any part of my body and not to be able to speak or see. And I had to, I had to learn to think differently. I had to learn to eat differently. I had to learn to speak to my doctors and say I'm struggling I had to learn how to tell my husband I'm afraid I'm scared I I can't feel my leg today I can't do this I can't do that but then the more that I started to say I can't I realized that was keeping me in the negative so I had to learn to say I can do that tomorrow or I'm going to try to do this today and then I got better and now at 55 years old I have no more new lesions all of the old lesions are dead and they're they're open wounds and my MS attacks me every now and whenever it feels like but I always know and I was at that point that you were at Sam I wanted to take my life and I actually did try because medication that I was on was making me very suicidal yeah okay and um, it was very I was very sepsis and my body was swelling 
because I was allergic to the medication. Um, my husband saved my life. Um, and from that day on, I have moved forward knowing that no matter what life gives me, I'm here for a reason and a purpose. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And I'm going to keep going. And that's what you're doing. You are here for a reason and a purpose. And you are sharing your journey with the world. You are loving these animals. Your husband loves and adores you. Your three boys love you. And like you said, people are coming to you and, at, and giving you love without anything in return. And that is the yeah. greatest gift of all. Grace greatest yeah, gift no. of all and so when you say that you touched your leg and it didn't feel like you I know what that feels like no it's horrible I mean MS is yeah, it's awful isn't it it's awful it um we're pretty much in pain most of the time my pain level is from a four or five every day there's one some part of me that is always hurting always fatigued but I've been able to manage and then I have really bad times where I don't leave the house for a week or I'm in bed and Robert has to carry me to the bed, to the toilet or I can't. Wow. Yeah. So, but it's, it is my life. It is what I'm living with. So I live the best I can. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm the same. I'm in pain 24 seven as well. Yeah. And you're you pain. Mm-hmm. You're on fire. Yeah. Your lens. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It drives you nuts sometimes, but like you said, we, we don't have a price and we just have to get on with it. Yeah. It was either continue to fall deeper into the, the darkness of hell, like I described it when I, when I just didn't know what was going on. But now that I understand it, and I understand the symptoms of when that it's going to really attack me, and I've learned that the more I stress and the more I push too hard, the worse it will get. So I've learned to laugh yeah, and love my puppy who loves me <laughs> unconditionally. And I love being outside and looking up in the trees and I love watching birds and I love watching butterflies and nature bring like gives me life being it does. able. I completely agree. There's nothing better than being like yeah. I, I mean you guys I don't know, you have like forests maybe. We call it the bush. The bush. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just being like surrounded by trees or just in nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, trees, mountains, or the ocean. Yeah, so <laughs> I have all of them, actually. I'm very lucky because I am one mile from the ocean because I live in Dana Point, California. And then I can go to Big Bear. It's two hours away and go skiing in the snow at a certain time of the year. Or I can go out to the desert. And Perfect. so it's kind of like the like I really do have the best of all sides of the world and but the ocean is one of my favorites i go and i'm really upset or depressed or something tragic has happened i go to the ocean and it calms me down no i agree yeah it does there's something very powerful about the ocean yeah i i just believe water is healing no matter where you yeah. are and we're all connected by yeah. the ocean yeah that's true 
all the way across the world. We are all connected by the ocean. And I believe that's what grounds us and keeps us calm and safe. Yes. Even before my accident, like, yeah, if you're having a day or the kids are driving you, whatever, go for a swim a million times better. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So how often do you actually get out into the ocean today to go on your surfboard or just um, kayaking, doing whatever you're doing? Not, it's certainly not every day. It's a bit of a hassle, to be honest. Like, you know, the help get have to be piggybacked into the water. And, yeah, it's not easy. But, yeah, we get out as much as we can. Good. And when we're like, literally right the ocean. I love yeah, that. So it's nice. You know, it took me it took me five years to get Because yeah. I used to surf. Um, well, I've grown up surfing because we lived at the beach. And then um, after my accident, I was like, no, nah, I can't surf. Like, you know, that's just totally written off. And so, yeah, it took me five years. And again, going back to how kind people are, I got this letter from this lady who I'd never met. And she, she lives in Queensland, which is like way up north. And she said, and her, 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 her son is actually a professional surfer. He's, he's an Australian surfer, his name's Julian Wilson. And so I got this letter, and she's like, I know how much you love the ocean and how healing it is, but and I think you should get back out on the board. I was like, all right. So yeah, I owe Nola a lot because um, I got back out on the board. I actually still love it, even though I'm lying down. Um, and I get to surf with Noah, little son, because he loves surfing. Yeah, and then um, and that's how I got onto the Australian Adaptive Surf Team, and um, and then had the chance to compete in America at the World Championships twice. Wow, which was just best! It's the best event because um, obviously everyone comes from all over the world, and everyone has a story. So you know, and you feel it. This might be weird, but you actually feel normal. Mm-hmm. You know, not the only one in the world. You're not the only one who's had some totally life-changing event happen. You know, and everyone's so happy and so excited and just so stoked to be, to be um, out there surfing again. It's so, incredible. Yeah, it, me. Oh, I love that. Yeah, no, it's so nice. Okay, again, going back to kind of like Instagram and how people have reached out. There was this girl, um, she again lives in Queensland and she also has MS. And um, she said she had not been out of the house I can't remember for Alan, but it was like a very, very long time. And I went to our film and, and it kind of really resonated with her. And then she got our books and she's like, she's like, guess what? I'm like, what? And she's like, I'm going to go surfing. I was like, that is so cool. Oh. So which makes you feel good because you've kind of been, you were struggling and kind of hated their life. Mm-hmm. And now she's, I'm going to go for a swim, which she did with her friends. And that, that was after a very, very long time. And, you know, she's just having fun and she's just almost like a got a goal because she wants to now go surfing with her son. I was oh. like, that would make... I love so, that. I and you gave her that. She yeah, which is... she read your book and found you and you gave her that beautiful gift of being back out in the ocean with her and her son. Yeah. 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 After because she used to be very active before and she's got like, the MS, which is, it's 
These get worse and worse. Yeah, so she has the final stage of MS. So she must have been relapsed. She was relapsing, remitting, then progressive. Um, my, I'm having a brain moment. I hate yeah, it when my brain does that to me. Um, uh, secondary progressive multiple sclerosis, which is uh, what I have. Oh, I see. Okay. I have secondary progressive. Secondary, I just said it. And I have a lot of I have a lot of memory short term memory issues all the oh, time. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. And um, then they you know the final stage, which is where it takes over completely and it does shut the entire body down, and you are in a wheelchair, and um, unfortunately, it does take lives sometimes because it yeah. literally attacks all of our organs and just. That's the worst. It is. It's, it's, it's the most horrible illness, like, ever. But, yes, well, she's in a wheelchair, you know, and I said to her, like, all you need is just a few to carry you down, get you on a board, stay with you in the water, you know, just, it's in, yeah, and and you'll love it. That's so, yeah, beautiful. she's excited, and I'm so happy for her. That's I'm amazing. happy for her because it'll make her happy. Yes. And just think how many more people you're going to inspire with your book, with your with your two books, with your movie. That is that is a legacy that you have given all of us out of the tragedy you faced. You turned it into a life story legacy for us to never forget about what it is to walk what we have in life and not take for granted and to continue to know that your story can save someone else's life yeah it's pretty amazing you're amazing and no, I'm not, I've got amazing support you I'm have amazing support you please accept you are amazing thank you you are amazing you are saving That's lives you are saving animals. You are sharing your story. You have a beautiful golden light about you. When you smile, I can see it. It's all just right here. And it's just radiating. And you're you're just you are a true warrior of heart, warrior of penguins, warrior of life, warrior of warrior of motherhood, and warrior of a wife that loved her family so much and didn't give up. Yeah, well, you're the same. Thank you. Thank True. you. There's lots of warriors out there. Huh? There are a lot of warriors out there in this world, that's for sure. There are a lot of warriors in this world, and I believe that if the world starts to really look at how many warriors that are around, it's we're here we we went through hell and high water and we're still telling our stories and we're still moving forward with life right yeah the best way we can we have to live our best life yes and <laughs> you are and i i'm gonna i really would love to have you come back on in like season four and go talk to us about what's happening. Do you have another new penguin? What is going on and going yeah. from there? And by then I will have both of the books and I'll be like, let's talk about this and go from there. But tonight 
that is the movie we are going to watch. My husband and I, and we are going to move forward and watch it, and you are going to inspire us. And I'm just already inspired by you. You're just such a beautiful, beautiful soul. And I thank you for taking the time today, so early in the morning for you. Nice, fine. And just t carving out this special time to be here with me and my live podcast and your story will be heard from on my Instagram. You can watch this over and over again. You can send it to any of your friends to show them that you did the story with us. It will be on Apple and Spotify. So your friends that go from there and you just keep inspiring and keep moving forward with your beautiful light. No, thank you. And thank you for having me. And I wish you all the best, hey? Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I will take that. <laughs> Absolutely. Good. Sam Bloom, everybody. Sam Bloom. Heartache to Birdsong with Baby Penguin and how her life went from what was what we perceived to be the perfect life to tragedy to the perfect life she has today yeah. and caring for more beautiful little penguins and other animals and loving them. So please go out and purchase her books, get both of her books, watch her movie and share this Instagram story with all of your friends to let them see this beautiful woman in front of me and share her story with us today. Thank you, Don Ray. That's, that's amazing. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. And tell your husband thank you very much for always I, taking photographs and telling your story through the beautiful light of a photograph. All right, I will. Thank you again. Thank you. Have a great one. I'll talk to Is you soon. Okie dokie. Bye. Okay, bye-bye.